BridgeBank helps breakthrough ideas actually break through and remains dedicated to providing financial solutions to those committed to leveraging innovation to make the world a better place. BridgeBank, a division of Western Alliance Bank. BridgeBank, be bold, venture wisely. Hey, it's Glenn Washington from Snap Judgment. And if you love what you're hearing, and I know you love what you're hearing, please consider becoming a KQED member get special access to cool events, behind-the-scenes footage, and so much more. Plus, you'll sleep better at night knowing you did your part for the community you depend upon. It's in you. Please be in it. Visit donate.kqed.org slash podcasts to sign up now. That's podcast with an S. Thanks. From KQED. You're listening to Forum. I'm Mina Kim. We're joined now by Kim Alexander, founder and CEO of the nonpartisan California Voter Foundation, here to answer your questions about voting this year. The process is different, especially if you plan to vote in person, since every registered voter is being sent a mail-in ballot. So if you're confused or uncertain about what to do this year, given your situation, you can call 866-733-6786. Again, 866-733-6786. You can also get in touch on Twitter or Facebook at KQED Forum, or you can email your questions to forum at kqed.org. Kim Alexander, welcome back to Forum. Hi, Mina. Thank you. Thanks so much for talking with us. So one of the things that I wanted to just hit on right away is I'm hearing more and more people say that they would prefer to vote in person. What do people know? What do people need to know about what will be different this year if they go to vote in person? Well, first of all, the good news is that all voters have lots of options. So you can cast a vote by mail ballot or you can go vote in person. Or I think the best of both worlds is a little bit of both to fill out your vote by mail ballot at home and take it in person to a voting uh, ballot drop box or a voting location or your county election office. So um, you have all those options. Uh, for those who actually don't want to cast a vote by mail ballot, I want to cast a regular ballot, have it have it tabulated uh, without having to put it inside an envelope. Um, they will have that choice to do that at a voting location in their county. And those options are going to vary from county to county. What we know is that there will be voting sites open to all voters statewide on election day from 7 a.m. to 8 p.m. Uh, after that, it varies depending on what county you live in. We have 15 counties, including many in the Bay Area, that are Voters' Choice Act counties, and they've already shifted to this uh, send everybody a vote by mail ballot and give people vote center options to vote in person model in Santa Clara and San Mateo counties, for example. Um, because of the pandemic, the legislature and governor passed emergency legislation and issued executive orders that allow counties that didn't already move to that model to move to sort of an interim, what what some of us are calling Voters' Choice Act light model, where you can consolidate your polling places so you don't have to open up as many and try to staff as many as you normally would. Uh, but if you do that, you have to allow voters several additional days of early voting. So you have to check with your county elections office and pay attention to your voter information guide that your county will mail you to know exactly what your in-person voting options are. Uh, Regardless of what your county's doing, any voter, once ballots start going out on October 5th, can go and vote in person at their county election office anytime between now and election day during business hours. And should they bring their ballot with them, their mail-in ballot with them, if they have it, if they received one? 
Yeah, they should if they have it. Um, sometimes voters don't connect with their vote by mail ballots. And so we have lots of fail safes in the system to make sure that nobody is left out. Um, if your county is a Voters Choice Act county and you don't have your vote by mail ballot with you, they're able to access their county voter database and cancel that ballot right there on the spot while you're standing there and make sure that if that ballot did get cast somehow, it would not also be counted and then issue you a regular ballot to vote right there. Um, if your county is not is not connected to your county database in that way, um, which you know is, is a good model, but also runs the risks of having technical challenges, which we did see in March in a number of counties. If your county is using a, a paper roster, um, and checking people off and having you sign a paper roster, then you and you don't have your ballot with you, um, they will issue you a provisional ballot to cast and you will be, still be able to vote, put your, put your ballot into a provisional ballot envelope, and then they will verify later that your vote by mail ballot was not also cast. And once they do that, they'll count your provisional ballot. I think Linda has a related question. Linda in San Francisco, join us. Hi, Linda. Hi, Linda. Are you there? Nope, maybe we've lost Linda for the moment. Um, well, Pete writes, my family is living in a temporary house while we do construction on our primary residence. We have mail forwarding with the USPS, which seems to be working. Will our mail-in ballots be forwarded to our temporary address by the USPS or are mail-in ballots not forwardable? Oh, that's a good question. Um, I would advise th uh, this person to update their registration at the address where they're currently living um, and then make sure you have your mailing address listed, your, your forwarding address as your mailing address on your voter registration record. You could also call your county election office and ask them what they would advise you to do. A lot of times ballots are not forwarded. So even though you're having other mail forwarded, um, that may not get forwarded. And if and by now, most voters have already started receiving ballot materials. The state voter information guide is going has gone out. The county voter information guides are being mailed out. So if you haven't gotten other election materials at this point, that's a sign that you may not be registered at your current address. So that's another thing that people need to keep an eye out for. Um, it's super easy to check your registration status online. And we have a jump page on our site with access to all the lookup tools at calvoter.org slash voter tools. Well, Lady or Lottie tweets, I drop off my mail-in ballot at the polling place. I'm not concerned about the integrity of the election. I just realized that we're in unprecedented times with the U.S. population, pandemic and voting, happy to wait as long as needed for all the votes to be counted. Trump will try to stop it. Uh, Kim Alexander, I mean, in terms of whether or not there will be drop-off boxes or if people will need to go to their polling places uh, to be able to submit their mail-in ballots. I mean, is that does that vary from county to county? What varies from county to county is the degree to which there are drop-off locations and whether they are external 24-hour locations or not. Every county has a county elections office where you can take your ballot in uh, anytime during business hours. Most of them have external drop boxes too. And then a number of counties, especially the Voters' Choice Act counties, but in addition, other counties uh, like Contra Costa County, for example, have a secure voter ballot drop boxes available all throughout the county. Many of them are located um, in my county. They're located inside city halls and other government buildings. So that's another way they're kept secure. So again, this it, it does vary from county to county. I would urge voters, if they can, to drop off their ballots before Election Day. The counties are really hoping to process as many ballots 
ahead of the election as they can. And, mm-hmm. and that involves, you know, checking your signature, making sure you sign the ballot envelope, um, and they're able to open the ballots and stack them up and get them ready to count. And then as soon as the polls close, they can hit the tabulate button and then your ballot is part of the early returns. So if you're able to, and those drop boxes are available, you know, most places starting uh, next week. Um, so people can get their ballots in super early if they want to. And are these drop off boxes more efficient than mailing it in, meaning that it almost sort of bypasses USPS, right, and goes directly to the county clerks or yes, election Yes, exactly. Exactly. And that's the benefit. You know, we've had a lot of talk this year about slow mail ballot delivery and other ba- other mail deliveries and politicization of the post office. And so this has got a lot of voters worried. You know, one thing I think can really confuse California voters is they hear this is a vote by mail ballot. So they think they have to return it by mail. And it is super easy to return it by mail. Um as long as it's postmarked by election day. And that's where we're finding the biggest problem. We just released a, a major study uh, that we did in collaboration with Dr. Mindy Romero of USC Center for Inclusive Democracy. And we did the study on rejected ballots and found that uh, the, the top, you know, 1.7% of ballots cast by as vote by mail ballots in our state over the past decade on average have been rejected. And the, the top reasons typically why they get rejected is because they are too late. And the the t- typical reason they're too late is not that they arrive too late, but they're postmarked too late is what we found in Sacramento County. So the most common date we saw in our study in Sacramento for late ballots was the day right after the election getting mm-hmm. postmarked. And so those, those cannot get counted. So we're really, we want to make sure people do not uh, drop their ballots in mailboxes if they're doing it very close to election day. If you have to vote on election day, you can go into a post office and ask for a hand cancel stamp to make sure it's postmarked that day. Well, let me go to Linda again in San Francisco. I believe Linda's back with us. Hi, Linda. Are you there? Yes, I'm here. Can Great. you hear me? I can. What's your question? I'd like to vote by mail and take the ballot to an in uh, 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 polling place that's open on election day and have them scan the ballot in front of me. I am a senior and I'm wondering if there are any uh, protections or any um, special line that where I could do this. Because of the pandemic, you mean? Yes. Linda, thanks. Kim Alexander? Yeah, a lot of voters, you know, want to have the satisfaction of voting on election day, knowing that their ballot is going right into the box, not going through the signature verification process. And you have the option to do that um, in in every county on election day. If you do it on election day, there's a good chance there are going to be lines. This is a, a presidential election. To many of us, the most historic, important election of our lifetime. So we are expecting a lot of people to turn out. California has um, conditional same-day registration. So we want everybody to register by the October 19th deadline, but some people will miss that and they'll show up at polling sites on election day and need to register and vote. Um, So there will be, we do expect there will be lines at many sites, and that's why we want voters who want to vote in person to try to take advantage of early voting opportunities that will be available in many counties. And if you want to uh, vote on a uh, voter regular ballot and cast it right there, you just surrender your vote by mail ballot and they will let you do that. And if you don't have it with you then and your county is not a networked county, then you will have to cast a provisional ballot. Well, Jim asks, when will the counting begin of mail-in and Dropbox ballots? The counties typically will 
take all the ballots that they have received up until like the Friday before the election, sometimes the Saturday before the election, and get those all processed to the best of their ability. Voters who forget to sign their ballot envelopes or their signatures are challenged for not sufficiently matching their voter registration signature, will get notices in the mail, and they will have time to correct those their ballot signatures and, and get their ballots counted. But those ballots that are verified, um, the signatures that are verified, everything they have by uh, the Friday before the election typically is what gets counted as soon as the polls close. So when you mm-hmm. go online and you look at uh, the Secretary of State's election results, you'll see counties posting results at 8.01 p.m. Those are not polling place ballots. Those are early arriving vote-by-mail ballots that they've already processed, verified, and had ready to tabulate the minute the polls closed at 8, 8 p.m. You know, the other date that I should underscore that you mentioned earlier is the registration deadline of October 19th. Let me go to Barbara in San Francisco. Hi, Barbara. Uh, hello. Uh, yes. Uh, it's the same uh, playbook uh, that Trump use, is using on, on the census to obscure and, and delay and confuse people, to get into our heads, and we don't know which way to turn. And, 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 and this is happening, too, uh, in terms of his interference with the voting in each state, which is really mandated to be handled by the secretaries of state. So it's the same old uh, playbook, same old game coming from this administration, and it's to suppress the vote. Well, Barbara, thanks for sharing your opinion. You know, Kim Alexander, one article that Barbara's reminding me of that I read in The Atlantic that was fairly frightening was basically this headline saying that vote by mail could be the Democrats or Biden's undoing. And basically what they were saying is that, you know, Democratic leaders may have in some ways made it more likely that votes will be disqualified because of the prevalence of errors, not fraud, but errors in mail-in ballots. Do you have a similar fear? I mean, you mentioned uh, even in, you know, writing on your website at the California Voter Foundation that it's not so much, you're not concerned that vote by mail is riddled with fraud. What you're concerned about is that significant numbers of ballots do go uncounted as a result of simple errors. Yes, and I I do share those concerns. I did see that same Atlantic article. And, um, you know, it, when you have razor thin margins, it can really come down to the wire. I think in this election, you know, even though we're expecting a lot of the ballots to be counted after Election Day, uh, especially in California, we have a 17 day grace period as a special emergency measure for this election. So counties will be counting ballots all the way up through the 30 day certification deadline. Um, But I do think based on turnout, we may have some sense of of, uh, how things are going to go in the presidential election. But yes, I, I, I am very concerned about rejected ballots. And one of the things I, I like to say in, in my work is it's hard to see what's missing. And I started noticing these piles of ballots stacking up in my county election office back in 2012 and saying, you know, why aren't these getting counted and learning about the problems of ballots arriving too late and voter signatures not matching, which is why CVF has been working on this issue for a number of years now. And I'm happy to say California lawmakers and our county registrars have implemented a number of reforms that weren't in place when we first started studying this issue back in 2013. We have prepaid postage, ballot return envelopes. We have drop boxes and other ways you can 
return your ballot. You can return your voted ballot to any voting location in the state. It doesn't have to be your own county. And that county is responsible for getting it to your home county. Um, you can have someone you trust turn in your ballot for you. Uh, so we have all these extra protections. In addition to, I mentioned the signature correction process, where if you forget to sign and our study found Older voters were more likely to neglect to sign their, their ballot envelopes. Younger voters were more likely to have problems with their signatures not matching. And those are challenges we need to overcome. But the good news is that there is a fail safe in our system, in California at least, to reach out to those voters. And our study found that in the three counties we looked at, over half the voters who were contacted by their county registrars did supply a valid signature, and that rescued over 7,000 ballots in those three counties in the 2018 presidential uh, November election. So other states are implementing similar reforms, but certainly it is true that, you know, other states that are starting to really ramp up vote by mail on a large scale for the first time have a lot more hurdles and challenges to overcome than California counties do, which have you know, a lot of experience with this voting system. Uh, we had 72% of the ballots in March cast as vote by mail ballots, but it does shift the responsibility of getting it right from the poll worker to the voter. And so it's really important that experienced voters reach out to young and first time voters who we found had their ballots rejected at a much higher rate than voters overall and help them overcome those challenges. Well, let me go to Louise in San Francisco. Hi, Louise. Hi, um, I live in San Francisco and we, my partner and I are definitely registered to vote. We checked it online, but we haven't gotten our mail-in ballot yet. So I was just wondering, should we be worried or when, when should we expect to get that? Thanks, I can Louise. take my answer off the air. Thank you. Appreciate that. I mean, it, yes. When can you remind our audience, when is the mail out date for the mail-in ballots and when should they start being worried if they don't see it? <laughs> Yeah, we're getting this question a lot right now. Um, the ballots start getting mailed out on October 5th, which is next Monday. And in larger counties, it may take a couple of days for all those ballots to get mailed out. Uh, LA County has over 5 million registered voters, so uh, they cannot drop all those ballots on a single day in LA County. But I would say, you know, if your ballot hasn't hasn't arrived within, you know, uh, by the end of the following week, uh, you know, October 11th, 12th, 13th, around then, you might want to check with your registrar. The other thing voters are encouraged to do is sign up for ballot tracking. This is a great service. Again, the legislature and governor implemented this as, a, as an emergency measure for voters earlier this year, and every county is providing voters with the ability to sign up to track your ballot. You can, you can be informed through email, text, or a phone call, or all three, when your ballot has been uh, issued to you and is on its way to you, and also once you send it back in, uh, when it's been received. And if there's a problem with it, you can also get immediately notified that there's an issue with your signature, for example, and not have to wait for that mailing from your registrar. Well, then I think you're also answering Greg's question. Greg asked, can a voter check after the election if their ballot was counted? And it sounds like one way to do this is to sign up for ballot tracking. Well, ballot tracking is good that for auto? <laughs> the, yeah, the ballot tracking is good for your, you know, things happening in real time in, in your current election. If you want to see if your past ballots have been counted, there's a couple ways to do that. You can check on the Secretary of State's website um, in the voterstatus.sos.ca.gov page, or you can go to your county election website and check. If you come to our site at calvoter.org slash voter tools, we have links to all of those um, on on uh, on our site. All right. Well, Kim Alexander will answer more of your voting questions after the break. I'm Mina Kim. This is Forum.
This is Forum. We're answering your voting questions with Kim Alexander, president and founder of the California Voter Foundation. What questions do you have about casting your ballots? Do you plan to vote by mail or in person? Are you concerned about the integrity of the election? Give us a call, 866-733-6786. Again, 866-733-6786. You can get in touch on Twitter or Facebook at KQED Forum or email your questions to forum at kqed.org. Carl writes, my wife recently had a severe stroke and is unable to write. She is registered to vote and has indicated a desire to vote some offices despite serious cognitive impairment. What do we do about the signature required on the envelope? I have power of attorney, but understand I can't sign the ballot envelope. There is, uh, on every county's ballot envelopes look a little bit different, so it's hard to say what it would look like in your county, but there is a provision in law that allows voters who are unable to sign to uh, have uh, somebody assist them with signing their envelope as a witness. So I would urge you to contact your county elections office and ask them to advise you about whether your wife needs to re-register to vote in, in a way that will indicate that, or if you can just do it on the envelope that you receive from their office. And uh, let me go next to Jerry Lynn in Sacramento. Hi, Jerry Lynn. Hi, good morning. Um, I was just curious, uh, as far as the signature um, on the ballot, I know that, um, you know, over time, sometimes signatures evolve. Uh, is there a way to be able to verify somewhere what your signature looks like when you register so that you can match your signatures and not have any uh, discrepancy? Sherilyn, thanks. That is a great question, and I know something on a lot of voters' minds. Um Unfortunately, there's no easy way to do that. Your signature is confidential, so it's not like you can call your county election office and ask them to send you a picture of it. They would have no way to verify that you are who you say you are. Um, the, the advice that we give is if you've ever registered to vote online or had your registration updated through the DMV, your signature on your driver's license or state ID is your voter registration signature. That is what's on file for you. And so when you sign your ballot envelope, you can make your signature look like that signature. Um, if you're really concerned about it, you can also check and see if your past vote by mail ballots have been counted. And you can also update your registration. If you do it online at registertovote.ca.gov, then you will know that the signature on your on your license or state ID will be the one to make your ballot envelope signature look like when you sign it. Well, Joe writes, I evacuated Calistoga and am currently in Oregon on the coast. I'm a resident of Michigan, but spend my winters in California. I've been waiting for my absentee ballot, but had to evacuate before I received it. What can I do? I have called my county clerk, but they're also unsure of what to do. Thoughts? Uh, yeah, we are we are definitely wrestling with some big challenges. I know the county clerks are, are scrambling to try to provide advice to voters who are evacuated. I understand that Santa Cruz County has put some information on their website to help guide voters. Um, I, I would recommend uh, if you have an address where you're gonna be staying at for a while, um, you could uh, provide the, uh, you could update your registration and provide the address where you're staying at as your new mailing address and your ballot should get to you. It won't get in this first wave, uh, but it will get in, in the next wave that your county sends out, uh, unless your county can give you some other advice. And we are gonna be looking into that. Um, that's one of the areas we're gonna build out some information on our voting FAQ page about, because I know a lot of Californians are in the same boat. Yes, I mean, only recently with the glass fire and, and other fires, I mean, you're talking about 70, 80,000 people who have 
additionally now been evacuated from their homes. What if you're homeless or you don't have a home address? What do you do then? The advice that we are giving voters who are in between uh, addresses or living somewhere temporarily is register to vote as soon as possible at the address where you're currently living. And even if you're not going to be there on election day, and then if you can identify a, a friend or family member who you can designate as your mailing address, uh, and then um, you can retrieve your election materials from that person when they arrive. Deborah asks, can you repeat what the best way to vote is? I think I heard you say to take your ballot to the county election office and put it in the drop box. That way they can count it early. Yeah, I well, it could be your county elections office drop box, although that's far away for some people. So there may be a drop off location closer to you. Once you get your county voter information guide, you will have a list of where all the places are. You can return your ballot in person. And my advice would be to fill out the vote by mail ballot that you received. Um, take your time and do it at home. You know, there's a lot of propositions on the ballot, so it's it's not going to be easy to get through those all. And then uh, return, sign the envelope, date the envelope, and return it uh, in the envelope sealed to uh, your county elections office or a Dropbox uh, as early as you can. You know, if you can get it in a week before the election, that would be great. What most people are advising is just have a plan to vote. Know in advance what you're going to do. Put it on your calendar. Figure out when you're going to go through your ballot. Maybe you want to do it with some friends or some family members. Uh, we like to encourage people to have ballot parties, which some people are organizing through Zoom and having friends take on different issues and topics to to research and help each other out with making informed choices. Well, Judith writes, no one in my North Oakland neighborhood has received the voter information booklets. Where are they? Uh, when do those go out? It, you know, it varies from county to county. Mine has not ish been issued yet either. In fact, most counties will get the ballot out before they get their, their booklets out or they'll come out one right after the other. So, um, you know, you can check your county elections office website and see if they've provided a notice for when they will be mailing those out. And let me go to Naomi in Berkeley. Hi, Naomi. Hi. I've got a couple questions. How much is postage in, do you have, how much postage do you have to put on on your ballot here in California? Do you have to have a witness in California? And what about in other states? How much is postage and how much, uh, and do you have to have a witness here or in other states? And if, if so, how do we let people know that? All right, Kim. Yeah, the good news is there is no postage required for you to put on your ballot envelope. Statewide, all counties are required to provide voters with prepaid postage ballot return envelopes. So you don't have to worry about that anymore. Um, and you also do not have to have a witness in California. Uh, there are some states that uh, do require that. There are states that require you to have an excuse if you want to vote by mail. There are states that require your you to provide your own postage to have your ballot received by them by election day with no you know postmark or grace period um, it really varies from state to state and so uh, there are sites such as the national vote at home organization that does that do provide some information state by state on how those practices vary bradley in foster city join us hi bradley Good morning. I just want to say, I think if people could wait in long lines for a new iPhone or, uh, you know, swarm the, you know, Best Buy for Black Friday and do all these other things that are part of Americana, I feel like I'm not going to let the subjectivity 
of a third party who might be a Republican interpret my signature and maybe throw away my ballot or otherwise have it be you know subject to a possible error. I feel like there's too much on the line. Mm. We clearly uh, see what's at stake by the debacle of the debate we saw. And um, I just feel like everybody needs to rally and show up and just vote in person. And um, I would climb a mountain to vote. I feel like this is <laughs> this is just so clear. I don't even see how you would let something so important have any factor outside of your control. So anyway, mm. just encourage people to vote in person. I mean, there's just so much at stake. I, it's just like all this stuff with potential errors. Like, why would you risk that? Anyway, that's my point. Well, Bradley, thank you for sharing that point. Uh, Ariel writes, to the senior who doesn't want to wait in line, are there loved ones, neighbors who could be a line holder? Is there a volunteer service who could help with this? Kim Boy, that is a really, that's a great idea. Um, I actually was talking to my registrar. We, we have actually a number of um, counties now, including several in the Bay Area, have uh, sports arenas and stadiums that are going to be used as voting sites, which are plenty big to let people spread out and social distance while they're waiting. Um, there there are, unfortunately, uh, y- y- there's no requirement that everybody wear a mask. You, you, No one is going to be prohibited from voting if they choose to not wear a mask. So that's another reason that people are going to want to potentially spend as little time as possible at a voting site. And, um, you know, I hear I, I hear what Bradley was saying about showing up and voting in person. I, I think I, I'm just worried about the, the length of those lines and, and people, particularly elderly voters, having to wait. You know, my my advice is if you are going to vote on Election Day, go early. If you go in the afternoon or in the evening, you you may have a wait. Um, you might want to bring a chair. You might want to bring a snack. You might want to bring something to drink. Um, I I don't think I don't know about having a, a, a placeholder. That's like at the Academy Awards, they have seat holders, I guess. And maybe we need that for voting. But I'm, I'm going to look into that. That's a good idea. I was hoping my registrar might have like uh, tickets you could hand out like when, when you're at a meat counter and give people a ticket that they could hold and then wait till their numbers called or like when you're at the DMV um, so that people could sit down when they're in those arenas with all those seats and and uh, if they have a wait time. So I think they're, the counties are trying to accommodate that. They know that waiting in lines can be hard for people. And so I think you're going to see some creative solutions to that challenge. What about even getting to the polls, though? There are people who need help with transportation or even transportation to to drop their ballot off at a drop box. Are there resources for that? There are. I mean, a lot of political parties and campaigns will provide that kind of assistance. You know, we do have this law that allows for a third party ballot return. critics of it call it ballot harvesting and so you you know you, if there is a, a candidate that you're supporting and you want to make sure you get your ballot in you could call them and see if somebody from the campaign wants to come to your home and pick up your ballot um, some counties are also able to send someone over to your house to pick up your ballot if you um, want to vote in person but aren't able to easily leave your car there's a service called curbside voting where the election staff can come to you in your car and there are also paratransit services that can provide help with uh, providing assistance to getting to voting sites well Sri in palo alto join us hi Sri. yeah hi thanks for taking the call um uh, very timely uh, um, discussion on forum um, I have a question. Uh, I have a concern. Uh, I want to vote as early as possible, and but my problem is my signature is notoriously inconsistent. So, given that scenario, what's my best option for either drop off or uh, uh, 
basically to get, get my vote counted, what's my best option? How do I go about doing this so that my vote is counted? Mm, thank you. Well, I would go back to, you know, the suggestion to update your registration online and and know that your signature on file will be the signature on your license and then make sure that your ballot envelope signature looks like that signature. If you don't want to worry about the signature verification process, you can go to a voting site in your county during the early voting period. Um, I'm not sure what county Sri is living in, but as I said, many Bay Area counties will have early voting available for several days before election day, and you can just vote a regular ballot, not in an envelope with a signature in person if you want to. Well, Sandra writes, please clarify whether you have to bring your mail-in ballot if you choose in person, either on an early voting day or on voting day. And I'm talking about regular voting, not provisional. Yeah, it gets tricky, Sandra. It's a good question. And I don't I don't have a one size fits all answer. Basically, it depends on whether your county has a, a system for canceling out uh, your vote by mail ballot in real time or not. And some counties like Shasta County do this through a telephone hotline. So they don't have a they don't have a live internet connection at their voting sites to the county elections office. They call someone at the county elections office and say, hi, Sandra's here and uh, she wants to vote a regular ballot. Can you cancel her vote by mail ballot? And they do it through this through a phone call. Um, but it depends on whether your county is doing that or not. So uh, you you can check with your county elections office and see what services they're going to be providing at your at your voting sites. And um, that's why the best advice is bring your ballot with you, uh, because for sure, every voter in the state, no matter what your county is doing, will be able to vote a regular ballot at their voting site if they have the vote by mail ballot that was issued with them ready to turn in or what's called surrendering your ballot. Well, here are a couple of pieces of advice. Kate writes, my voting booklet was emailed to me in San Mateo County. If a voter doesn't know how to vote on every single proposition or position, they should still vote. Keith writes, everyone should confirm their voting location on the county ballot info brochure that arrives. There was no separate mailing or notification sent advising us that our polling place of 30 years was closed this year. Um, there has been over time just uh, closures, right, of, of various polling places as California has moved more to mail balloting. Yes, especially the counties that have implemented the Voters' Choice Act. My right. own county, for example, moved from 600 voting sites to about 80. And so they are fewer, um, but they are open more days and they're open to everybody countywide. So you're not assigned to one location. So it really does vary from county to county. But I'm glad Keith uh, wrote in because uh, that is a really good reminder to confirm your location because of the pandemic. A lot of schools and churches that have traditionally been voting locations are not available this election. And so that's why um, a lot of sites have moved. So you do want to check and make sure you know where your voting site is. The good news is that no matter what your county um, voting options are, anywhere you show up to vote within your county, you can vote. It's just a question of whether you will be issued a regular ballot or if you're in the wrong place, they can give you a provisional ballot um, that may not have every single contest on your ballot that you're entitled to vote for, but will have all the major contests um, or they'll send you to the, the proper location where you can vote a regular ballot. All right. Well, let me see if I can quickly get Ken in here. Hi, Ken. You had a quick comment. 
Yeah, so uh, thanks for taking my call. I saw on the app next door just the other day that there are people that are both charging and others that are volunteering to hold your spot in line hmm. and also to provide a service to bring elderly people to a voting uh, location. Just uh, drop them off potentially or have them sit in their car. Uh, they go in, get the place in line if that's necessary and, and do that. So I, I just thought I'd, I'd let people know that that is out there. I great. plan on volunteering my services. So. Well, that's nice of you. Thanks, can... for the, thanks for this. Uh, it's been great. Very informational. Next door as a resource. So let me see if I can get Fernanda really fast. Fernanda from San Jose. Hi. Yeah. Thank you for taking my call. Um, I am registered to vote as an absentee ballot, and I just recently, I'm in the process of changing my name through the Social Security office. Listening to the program now, I'm scared that my my name is not going to match to mm. my absentee ballot. What do you suggest? Fernanda, thanks. Kim? That's a great question. And um, you, are, you should update your registration if your name changes. And you can do that online uh, um, anytime up until October 19th. So I don't know what your time frame is. If, if you don't update it by that day, you can still update your registration and uh, vote a conditional ballot that will get counted uh, once they verify you didn't cast your other ballot. Um, and you can do that at your, at your county elections office. It would probably be a good place to try to take care of all that. And Kim, we're going to be asking you back. But in the meantime, you, <laughs> the California Voter Foundation has just put out a song with tips, right, for all of your voting rolled into it, things that people should know. Do you want to just tell us quickly about it before we play a snippet? Yeah, we, we are about to put out a song. Um, it's going to get released later on today, shortly after I finish up our, our interview. And um, it's a song about how to vote uh, by mail and, and uh, also voting in person options and, and other tips for California voters uh, for voting during a pandemic. And we produced it um, with a number of professional uh, performers who volunteered their time and talent and created a music video. Um, and hopefully people will enjoy it and help people vote. Well, Kim Alexander, president and founder of the California Voter Foundation, answering your voting questions. Thanks to Blanca Torres and Ariana Prail for producing today's segments. And thanks, listeners, for your questions. We'll have more opportunities to talk to Kim soon. Here's the song. Some of those choices are perfectly clear, but others I don't know who I hold dear when I'm not sure. I just skip to the next and remind myself that voting is not a test. The important thing is get it in on time. Make sure my ballot's not left behind. There's several ways I can turn it. Funds for the production of Forum are provided by the members of KQED Public Radio and the Germanicos Foundation and the Generosity Foundation. Support for Forum comes from San Francisco Opera. Set 10 years after a school shooting, the critically acclaimed opera Innocence takes us into a complex emotional journey where our understanding of innocence and guilt is constantly upended. Kaya Sariajo's ethereal score collapses the past into the present as a community of survivors grapple with how to move forward. Don't miss the highly anticipated American premiere of Innocence, June 1st through 21st. Learn more at sfopera.com. We've all got those parts of our house where the internet just won't go. 
Well, if you had wall-to-wall Wi-Fi from Xfinity, you could worry less about dead spots. Because with wall-to-wall Wi-Fi from Xfinity, you get fast speeds, reliable connection in every room, and power for all of your devices, even when everyone's online. That's wall-to-wall Wi-Fi only with Xfinity. Restrictions apply. Not available in all areas. Actual speeds vary. All over the country, we need to improve reading in Wisconsin. Schools are changing the way they teach reading. I'm calling for a renewed focus on literacy. We have gotten this wrong in New York and all across the nation. And it's happening because of a podcast. I think your podcast has changed my life. And I'm going to share this podcast with everyone I meet. Sold a Story investigates how teaching kids to read went wrong. New episodes of Sold a Story are available now.